Davis Financial Advisors is a branch office of and securities offered through Independent Financial Group, member FINRA and SIPC. Sean Davis is a registered representative of Independent Financial Group. The interpretation and organization of these ideas are the confidential thoughts of Sean Davis and do not necessarily represent the opinions of IFG Incorporated. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value or liquidity, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment strategy will be profitable. And now, Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, independent investment services for pursuing your investment goals. Here's your host, Sean Davis. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, and I happen to be your humble host. My name is Sean Davis. I'm going to be your host for the next couple of hours as we discuss the uncommon, the different, the less widely known investments and strategies available in the investment world today. Today, today, the show is going to be all about how to find yield in a low-yield world. I've looked low. I've looked high. I've looked in the mountains. I've looked in the valleys. I've looked across the land trying to find you yield in a low-yield world. If you're retired, looking for added yield for income in retirement, well, I might have some ideas for you. If you're not yet retired and would like something that pays you better than 0.0 nothing on your investment assets, then this show is going to be for you. I've got a lot of ideas, different ideas, that I think you're going to benefit from. Right up your alley. If you're looking for yield... I've been on a hunt, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Are you sitting on cash right now because you don't have any ideas on how to get it working for you? Do you wish that you had more income from your retirement portfolio? Are you interested in learning more about what you might not have known was available in the income world? This show is going to be a show you take notes on. This show is going to be a show that you call to get our information because I don't think you're going to find this information anywhere else. So look forward to that. This is going to be a great show. Let's jump in. Let me start with the basics. Almost everyone that I sit down with has three different types of money in their financial world. Okay, so in the hunt for yield, you kind of need to break up your money into different categories, different groupings. Some call it buckets. Some call them bags. Some call them groups. I'm just saying you need to categorize your money according to the different prioritizations or priorities that you have for it. In each of these different types of money, there needs to be a different investment approach considered. The first type of money that we always want to talk about is short-term money. This is the money in your portfolio that always needs to stay liquid. It is the money that you depend on. If something bad happens, you need a chunk of cash quickly. Some of you may call it a savings account. Others may call it an emergency account. Regardless of what you call it, it is the money that you want to be able to get at quickly if something happens that you didn't expect. The next type of money that we see is what we categorize as midterm money. This is the money in your portfolio that you want to invest and put to work, but if you needed it, you could get access to it. In other words, this is the investment money that you could access but don't expect to have to touch. If there was a catastrophe or financial problem in your household, you would go to your midterm money next 
if your short-term money was exhausted. So obviously you need to have plan B. If you go through your savings or your emergency account, you know, what's your next place? Well, plan B would be our midterm money. The last type of money that we see is uh, long-term money in your portfolio. This is the money in your investment portfolio, in your life, that you would go to last if you needed money. It's often a retirement account, um, home equity. Could be a business equity that you own, a business that you own. You know, you don't want to liquidate the business first thing, right? Or rental properties, maybe. Whatever it is in your portfolio, it's always the money that you would exhaust last in your portfolio. Each of these three different types of money should have a different investment approach considered. So let's start with short-term money. Short-term money, as I said before, this money is the money that you always want to keep liquid if possible. This is the money that you'll want to touch if you needed a chunk of money at some point in the future. I define a chunk of money as, hey, Sean, what's a chunk? I mean, that's <laughs> you're right. What's I guess it's relative to everyone, but it... Our definition is any amount of money beyond maybe 10000 at one time. For example, if something happened to your car and you needed to purchase a new one, uh, you'd most likely need a chunk of money to do so. If you were to get disabled or sick or lose your job, you would want an account that you can depend on to help you through the short-term crisis. The most valuable component of short-term money is its liquidity. We never know when life is going to throw us a curveball, and we need to be prepared to deal with it. Here's the question, though. For short-term money, how do you get yield? Most short-term accounts or investments give you 0.0 nothing as a rate of return on your investment. The benefit of these accounts is liquidity. That's why we have them. But the challenge is yield. So if you're an investor in search of income, you'll most likely have to reduce your quote-unquote emergency cash to the minimum amount that makes you feel comfortable. Whatever's prudent, but the minimum that makes you feel comfortable. The Internet age has brought convenience and confusion to the masses. I'll be the first one to admit. There is so much information out there floating around that it's ha often hard to know exactly where to go. In the Internet age, it's fairly common to have a bank that has online access available to the depositors. However, have you ever explored a truly Internet-only bank? Internet-only. Think about it. They don't have all the real estate costs that banks like Wells Fargo and B of A have to cover. They also don't have thousands of employees to pay. Is it possible that some of these costs that they don't have might be a strategic advantage to you? Yes. For example, check out EverBank, www.everbank.com. EverBank is an internet-only bank that has some very interesting accounts that might help you with yield on your emergency savings. They are FDIC insured as well. EverBank, for example, has a yield pledge money market account that promises to be in the top 5% of the nation's other banks in terms of crediting interest. This is their yield pledge to you. They can do this because of the enormous cost they don't have to worry about with nationwide real estate and employees. They can pass that savings on to you. They also have CDs that are linked, for example, to gold or silver. They are truly a different bank. Now, I'm going to get into uh, midterm money and long-term money, and I'm going to get into uh, 11 investments that I'm going to outline during our discussion today. 11. Yeah, look forward to that. Plus four different strategies that you can use for retirement income. But if I'm thus far making a bit of sense to you, if, you, if you're on a hunt yourself for yield, if you're retired and want income as part of your overall retirement objective, then I would encourage you to do one thing. I'd encourage you to call me right now. I've got a great new resource for you. Brand new, hot off the presses, searched high, low, far and wide. 
to try to find you yield. It's called the Investor's Guide, the Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. It's yours, but only if you call this number right now, 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us get a snapshot of what you're doing now. And then we'll email this information to you today or send it via regular mail, whichever you prefer. Now, in just a little over four minutes, I'm going to start to dig in to a couple of these 11 different strategies for yield. Don't go anywhere. Oh, my. There was a ton of great information in that last segment. It really does create a critical question, though. If you learn something that you didn't know you didn't know, what else might you learn if you visit with Davis Financial Advisors? They have a philosophy that financial advisors should bring you knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily find on your own. Retirement income planning is complex. Sure, you might have done a great job at managing your own investments in your IRA or 401ks, but that's completely different than planning for 30-plus years of income in retirement. You can't ride a train to Europe. You can't captain a sailboat on the ocean in Colorado. There's a natural order to things. You should use the most efficient and effective vehicles to get you where you want to go. The stock market may be a good place to grow money, but that's vastly different than living on money from income. Consider getting a retirement income second opinion from Sean and his team by calling 1-800-682-2806. Once again, 1-800-682-2806. I hear something saying. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on... Your radio, talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking about yield today. Are you retired in need of income? Do you know how to transition from pre-retirement to retirement and position your portfolio to generate income or yield to you? That's our specialty. I've looked far. I've looked wide. I've looked high. I've looked low. I've been over the mountains through the trees, over the sea, trying to find you yield. Now, I didn't really do all that, but it sounded kind of (laughs) cool. But I have been doing a lot of research on how to find yield in a low-yield world. And if I'm talking to you, if you feel a little um, nervous about interest rates increasing because you've got a lot of bonds in your portfolio, well, do you know other places to find yield? I've got a whole bunch of different ideas and you can get them i've got a latest davis financial advisors investors guide it's called the hunt for yield an in-depth profile an outline of 11 investments and four different investment strategies for retirement income um how about bullets barbells how about the pac-man strategy ever heard of that All of that I'm going to discuss today. But if you'd like to get an advanced copy, if you'd like to have something in your hands, something tangible that you can refer to so you can do your own research, so you can find yield in this low-yield world, then call me, 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple, short questions. Helps us to get a snapshot of what you're doing right now. And then we'll email this to you today or send it out via regular mail. Whichever you prefer. You prefer whichever one. 
your choice. All you got to do is write this number down or call it right now. It's toll-free, 800-682-2806. All right, so getting back to it, before I get into a couple of different investments uh, as part of the 11, I want to finish up where I uh, left off. We talked about kind of the three different groups of money, and it's important to look at your money in these three different groupings, three different buckets, three different bags, whatever you want to call them, basically short-term, mid-term, and long-term money. Because each one of these groupings has an advantage and a disadvantage to you in your present financial world. Um, We've already discussed short-term money. I want to talk a little bit further, a little bit more, drill down, unpack midterm money. Midterm money is the money that you'll seek to invest for a bit of a higher yield than your emergency savings. It's the money that you want to put to work in your portfolio that you don't expect to need. However, if you ran out of your emergency savings, you'd go here next. It's the money that you can touch if you have to, but you don't expect a need to touch it. This money is often put to work with shorter time frames in mind. For example, if you have a brokerage account or trust account, this is what we would call midterm money. When it comes to midterm money, you need to apply specific strategies to help you get yield and create what we call investment synergies. The ability of getting benefits, having your money work together in a cohesive plan. Other examples of midterm money would include maybe short-term CDs. You know, you go down to the bank, you maybe give them a little longer-term time to manage your money. They should give you a little higher yield. Uh, Time deposit accounts, non-IRA brokerage accounts. How many of you out there have uh, cash value Life insurance policies. You got any life insurance that has a cash value to it? Well, that would be considered what I call midterm money. Home equity lines of credit, managed investment accounts, maybe short-term bonds. Now, let's talk about long-term money for a second. Long-term money in your portfolio needs to have a completely different strategy associated with it because of its lack of liquidity. For example, I consider retirement accounts to be long-term money. For most people, they would go to that account. They would try to access that retirement account last if they needed a chunk of money because any distributions from a retirement account or retirement plan would come with a tax liability and potentially a penalty, depending on your age. Another example of long-term money is a Roth IRA. Roth IRAs have an even longer time frame, in my mind, because there are no required 7.5 minimum distributions from Roth IRAs. In other words, if you're not forced to take money out of a Roth IRA by our government or the IRS, the Treasury, you can let that money sit there and continue to accumulate. I think of a Roth IRA as a snowball rolling down a big steep hill. And the snow, you know, it's got money embedded in it. So the longer the snow ball rolls down the hill, the more snow it gathers, thus the more money it gathers. And so how long would you want that snowball rolling down the dang hill? As long as possible, getting as big as you possibly could see it, right? That's the idea of a Roth IRA. Said another way, if you're going to get tax-free growth, how much of it do you want for how long? As much as you can get, Sean, duh. As much as I can get for as long as possible. That's a simple answer. Was that a rhetorical question, Sean? (laughs) Yes, it was. Another example of long-term money in your portfolio might be a rental property. Not easy to liquidate, but a reservoir of value. Another example of long-term money might be equity in your primary residence. 
And one last example could be business ownership. If you're a small business owner, my definition of long-term money is any money in your portfolio that you would choose to liquidate last if something catastrophic happened to you. It is the money that you have already predefined in your own mind as not really being liquid, not readily accessible. So here's another thought for you to consider. Uh, Liquidity isn't always an advantage. Why is the stock market so volatile? Because it's liquid at any time for any reason. Think about it for a second. Is there any correlation between liquidity and volatility? If the stock market was all of a sudden shut down tomorrow and nobody could get out of it for a day, would there be any volatility in it? No. When you put your money into categories such as short-term, mid-term, and long-term, it makes you think differently about each of the categories. And the reason I'm talking about this before I get into the individual investments is that each of the individual investments I discuss could apply to different categories of your money. You need to be focused on that. Why do you need liquidity in your long-term retirement accounts if you've already addressed liquidity in your short-term accounts? Liquidity in a long-term retirement account can actually be a disadvantage to you. Think about it. It's not normally your need for liquidity that causes you to lose money in the stock market. It's actually enough other people getting access to their shared investment money with you that actually causes you to lose money. Think about that. If you're not the the one that needs the money, isn't it other people's access to your shared investment that causes it to fall in value? So in other words, other people's access can be a disadvantage to you. In a retirement account, a Roth IRA, or a traditional IRA, liquidity can be a disadvantage. Here's the solution. Invest your long-term illiquid money in investments that trade liquidity for a consistency of yield. In other words, trade a component of time for return. If you would go to your long-term money last, what scenario can you imagine that would force you to need it prematurely? In other words, I've run into people that you know, let's say have an account that's a million bucks or whatever, and they go, well, Sean, what about liquidity? I'm like, well, at what point, what scenario do you imagine where you have to go get at all of your million bucks all at once tomorrow? You know, in other words, look at it differently. You're going to have your emergency savings account in there, and that's the, that's a good point, but not all of it needs to be liquid, right? So some of the investments I'm going to discuss today have varying degrees of liquidity or a lack thereof. So let's let's dig in, Okay. Let's get a getting, as my mom likes to say. Investment number one, I want to talk about. You know, let's take the traditional approach right now. Dividend-paying stocks. Some have been warning that the Federal Reserve likely will raise interest rates soon. If that's true, think of it as the cavalry is coming. We may see yield on the horizon at some point. But I don't think that they're going to raise rates quickly. I think they're going to be a very measured, small increase in rates at least initially. So what do you do? Well, I like dividend-paying stocks uh, because I do think that the pace and the scale of the interest rate movements are going to be very, very anemic when they begin. Dividend income. So here's five reasons I still favor dividend-paying stocks. Dividend income and its reinvestment has historically comprised a significant portion of long-term stock gains. For example, did you know, did you know the Dow Industrial Average was at 10800 on December 31st, 2004? and 17,800 on December 31st, 2014, for a 10-year price advance of 7,000 points, or 65%. But when dividends are included, the index gained 114% on a total return basis. So dividends can help to produce 
an above average yield for you if you're going to own stocks. You got the stock plus the dividend. Dividend paying stocks actually have delivered better long-term total performance returns than non-dividend payers by a score of 10.4 per annum versus 8.5 per annum. This is going from 1927 back to 2014. This is according to data compiled by professors Pharma and French. Dividend-paying stocks have enjoyed lower volatility as the standard deviation measure from 1927 to 2014 equals 18.3 compared to 30.1 for non-dividend payers. So they tend to be less volatile. Dividends today compare very favorable to income that can be generated from more traditionally conservative investments. As the S&P 500 yields 2.0%, near the yield on the 10-year treasury, the first time stocks have looked so appealing on this comparison since 1958, aside from a few months during the 2008-2009 financial crisis. And lastly, dividend-paying stocks have performed well in the past periods of rising interest rates. Not to mention, in the months before and after an initiation of Federal Reserve tightening of monetary policy. So they could be a hedge. Dividend-paying stocks. All right, I got a lot more where this came from. But if you're in the hunt for yield, like me, I've done the research for you. All you got to do is phone me, 800-682-2806. Here's what I'm going to give you if you call me right now. 800-682-2806. I'm going to give you our latest Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide. It's called The Hunt for yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. It's yours. You phone us at 800-682-2806. Now, you're going to learn all about corporate hybrid credit. What? That's coming up next. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. Wow. UITs, BDCs, REITs, it it sounds complex, like financial alphabet soup. That was great information about how to find yield in non-traditional places. Retirement income planning is complex, and the world of investments is vast. Shouldn't you sit down with someone that is knowledgeable about these issues to give you a second opinion? Don't you hate it when you go to a car dealership and the sales rep implies that the only car you want to own is the one they want to sell you? That happens with financial service firms, too. Some believe that no matter what stage in life you are in, the stock market is the only place you should be. Do you want to be limited like that? Shouldn't you work with a firm that can represent many options so they can tailor a recommendation to your specific situation? Inside the stock market or outside the stock market at Davis Financial Advisors, they have a huge toolbox of resources to help you especially with retirement income planning. Get a second opinion. It might be quite refreshing. Call Davis Financial Advisors now, 1-800-682-2806. Once again, 1-800-682-2806. Consistently sharing what you didn't know you didn't know. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio. Talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking about all things financial, of course, all things uncommon. As always, and let me talk to you if you're hunting for yield right now. You know, there's a lot of people out there, and this may be you, that are dealing with an environment where they feel like their primary retirement strategy is one-dimensional. In other words, if you have a retirement income strategy that's 100% dependent on the stock market continuing to go up forever, isn't that kind of a one-dimensional strategy? In other words, you only feel comfortable. You only feel like you're winning. You only feel like you can stay retired if the market continues to go up. What about other 
income-producing assets. Imagine an environment where you didn't have all your eggs in one basket. What would that look like? What might that feel like? Are you in need of a little better income? Do you know how to get it? Is your portfolio properly positioned to drive retirement income? If not, maybe, just maybe, possibly, the latest investor's guide that we have could be helpful. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile, an outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. If you're retired and would like a income, maybe an increase in income, maybe you don't feel like things are quite the way they should be. Maybe you feel like you're living come month to month. Uh, maybe you feel like you aren't living month to month, but maybe you want to drive more yield um, from your portfolio so you can do other things, travel more. Maybe you'd like to drive more yield so you can give more, do more. Well, this is for you. All you got to do is call us, 800-682-2806. When you call the number, it's toll-free, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to give you our latest investor's guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. It's extremely impactful. Lots of information, 32 pages, and yours. All you got to do is be proactive. It's your money. You're paying for the lessons. Call us, 800-682-2806. All right, moving on. So before the break, I started to get into some of these 11 different ideas. And so we talked a bit about um, dividend-paying stocks. Let's talk about corporate hybrid credit for a second. Honey, what, what, did, he, what did he just say? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Corporate hybrid credit. What the heck is that? What is corporate hybrid credit? Um. A single financial security that combines two or more different financial instruments. Hybrid securities, often referred to as hybrids, generally combine both debt and equity characteristics. The most common type of hybrid security is a convertible bond that has features of an ordinary bond but is heavily influenced by the price movements of the stock into which it is convertible. Hybrid securities are bought and sold on an exchange through a brokerage account. Hybrids, as we'll call them, uh, may give investors a flix, flixed, <laughs> a flixed. Honey, what is what? I, I'm not very good with financial terms. What is flixed? <laughs> I'm not good with them either. I don't know what flixed is. How about this? Hybrids may give investors a fixed or floating rate of return and may pay returns as interest or as dividends. Some hybrids return their face value to the holder when they mature, and some have tax advantages. In addition to uh, convertible bonds, another popular type of hybrid security is convertible preference shares, which pay dividends at a fixed or floating rate before common stock dividends are paid and can be exchanged for shares of the underlying company stock. Each type of hybrid security has unique risk and reward characteristics. So you need to pay attention. You need to, or you need to sit down with somebody that understands these things. Convertible bonds offer greater potential for appreciation than regular bonds, but pay less interest than conventional bonds and still face the risk that the underlying company could perform poorly and fail to make coupon payments or not be able to repay the bond's face value at maturity. Convertible securities offer greater income potential than regular securities, but can still lose value if the underlying company underperforms. Other risks of these hybrid-type securities include 
deferred interest payments, insolvency, market price volatility, early repayment, and or illiquidity. So don't go into them without having your eyes wide open. And uh, you might want to sit down with somebody to talk about these different strategies. And that's part of what we do at Davis Financial Advisors. All right, moving on. Investment number three. I've talked about annuities before. Uh, as I've said before, I don't love them or hate them. Um, I do think within our industry they are substantially oversold, but they are a tool. And that particular tool has advantages and disadvantages. So lifetime annuities, also known as immediate annuities, begin with a simple proposition. The investor hands over a chunk a lump sum amount of money in exchange for a guaranteed payout for life. At its most basic, that's the story in a nutshell. Investors looking to customize the arrangement have a wide variety of options from which to choose. Now, these distributions and or payouts are backed by the financial strength of the issuing insurance company. In other words, the guarantee is only as good as the insurance company standing behind it. Under the base scenario, the investor's initial investment, whatever you contribute, goes to the insurance company upon the investor's death. If the investor is married, payments can be scheduled over the lifetimes of the investor and a spouse instead of just over a single life. If you're ever worried about running out of money in retirement, um, annuities are the one way to make sure that no matter how long you live, that you could still have an income, backed by, again, the claims paying ability of the insurance company. Spousal payments can be maintained at the level of joint payments or reduced by an agreed-upon percentage based on the investor's assumptions about the need for future cash flow. In other words, is depending on how many guarantees you want to give your spouse when you pass away, your income will either be lower or higher. The more guarantees you put on a spouse receiving payments after you're gone, the less income you both will initially get. But the less guarantees you have, then obviously the greater the benefit, the, the greater the payouts. If estate planning is a big concern, there are ways to craft the agreement so that a specific percentage of the original investment is passed on to heirs. Choices here include the return of your original investment amount, the return of a percentage of the original investment, the return of the original investment amount minus any amount paid out, and other similar variations. Inflation protection, here's another one, is another option. Structured payments that increase over time. Adjustments in the policy's interest rate and the ability to adjust payment size are all the strategies that can be used in lieu of fixed income payments. Uh, for example, payments linked to changes in the consumer price index might be valuable, uh, which is a common barometer of inflation. So if you're worried about that, that could be an option. The list of choices is long. And I've said before about annuities, it's kind of like peeking into the cockpit of a 747 jet. All those dials and switches. You, you pull one lever, you switch one um, uh, button off, you, you turn one dial, and, and the outcome and or the effect is going to, to change the whole dynamic. So the list of choices is long and requires some effort in order to craft the perfect scenario. But keep in mind that each of these choices costs money, which is taken out of the investment in the form of a reduced payout. As a result of the costs and basic structures of immediate annuities, they generally offer investors a lower payout than that which might be available had stocks or bonds been selected as a pure investment instead. All right, I got a lot more ideas where this came from, but if this is making any kind of uh, impact... Common sense, if you like the ideas, I've got uh, a lot more we're going to discuss throughout the rest of the show. But I've got uh, an investor's guide I'd like to send you. Um, if this is your hunt, are you in the hunt for yield? Well, I've got a guide for you. The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. Uh, to get this, we're going to give it to you today, but you got to be proactive. you got to phone us. Here's the number. Call it now, 800-682-2806. 
my team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us get a snapshot of what you're doing. And then we'll email this guide out to you today. It's 32 pages. We'll email it to you today or send it out via regular mail, whichever you prefer. Once again, 800-682-2806. Sean, I have a question. What about energy investments? And what about my Social Security? When should I take that? Great questions. I'll answer them next. Have you ever laid up at night unable to sleep because of the uncertainty you have about your future income? Maybe you're about to retire and you really haven't planned it out the way you know you should. You may have a reasonable nest egg, but is it in the proper places to provide you the income you'll need? Do you know what income need really is? At Davis Financial Advisors, you're going to get answers to questions like these. They'll help you find the best options for your situation to live comfortably in retirement, like you had anticipated. They'll help you keep that retirement dream alive. Your travel, your motorhome, your time spent with family and friends or community now closer to reality because you have a plan that can provide you the yield necessary to continue the lifestyle you anticipate. Call Davis Financial Advisors and get the information you need to get started on your own retirement income now. 1-800-682-2806. That's 1-800-682-2806. Online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio. Talking about your money. Talking about investments. Talking about yield today. Now, I, you know, I was, when I was thinking about uh, doing this research, as I said, I've looked far and wide, high and low, across the mountains, over the sea, looked in caves, looked in tunnels, did a zip line, um, scuba under the water, <laughs> all in a hunt for yield. No, obviously I didn't do all those things. But I did do a lot of research for... Um, for this show. And part of the reason I did research for the show is, you know, a recent meeting I had, a prospective client came in and, you know, they're both sitting down and they felt like they were, you know, in a position where they were smart and they'd saved a decent amount of money, but they weren't quite living the type of retirement lifestyle that they'd expected. And one of the challenges is, is it's an extremely low yield world. So a lot of the investments that they had uh, targeted for generating some sort of an income in retirement were, were not performing as they originally planned five, ten years ago. So who, who saw this low interest rate environment persisting this long? And so they came in to sit down with us, and you should have seen how refreshed and or enlightened they were when we were done. Through the course of about an hour, an hour and a half meeting, I gave them a laundry list of a whole bunch of different ideas, uh, diversified and different ideas, on how to drive yield. And, and it was almost as though, you know, there was a bit more hope about their future retirement lifestyle. They felt like they were limited. They felt like they couldn't travel. They felt like they couldn't uh, go visit the kids as often. They felt like they couldn't uh, contribute to their charitable causes as much as they might li have liked to. And so through that discussion, we uncovered a whole host of different ideas for them. And is that you? Have you ever wondered, is there anything else out there? Well, if you have, all the more reason to give us a call. I've got a latest investor's guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. And I'll send it to you. All you got to do is phone us, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions, and we'll send this out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. All right. So, uh, Let's talk about Social Security for a second. This is uh, strategy and or investment number four. 
you know, I've done I've done several shows. I've had a very well known economist, worldwide economist, top twenty five in the nation as of that's the economist's rating last year in twenty fourteen. Um, and he talked about Social Security at, at length. And one of the things that uh, I got out of that is that consider delaying uh, receiving your payments. Um, it could mean an extra eight percent per year. Did you know that eight percent a year? While many baby boomers know that waiting to claim Social Security benefits can lead to higher monthly payments, few realize the size of the difference if they delay, according to Social Security experts. Many people don't understand how important Social Security will be as a part of their income, especially in later years, says Anna Rappaport, chair of the Society of Actuaries Committee on Post-Retirement Needs and Risks. Postponing claiming your Social Security is just one way to maximize the amount of money you can receive every month for the rest of your life. Those born between 1943 and 1954 can collect their full retirement benefits at age 66. If you were born in 1955, you can collect at 66 and two months. If you're born in 56, you get to collect at 66 and four months. In 1957, you get to collect at 66 and six months, and so on and so forth. Claiming an early retirement benefit at age 62 will reduce your payments for the rest of your life. If you claim Social Security at 62, then you get just 75% of what you would receive each month if you'd waited until your full retirement age. At age 62, it's considered early retirement and is the first time you're eligible to claim Social Security. People who claim Social Security early get smaller payments over more months versus more money per month. This is according to Rappaport. You get more money by far if you claim later, she says. Of course, no one knows how long they will live, and you can only estimate by considering their current health and how long their parents lived. So if you wait past your full retirement age, you'll increase your future Social Security income check by approximately 8% each year. Using the same numbers, if you were to receive $1,000 at 66, by waiting one year, you receive 1080 Two years, now you're at 1160 Three years, you're at 1240 Four years at 1320 and so on and so forth. You suffer the most financially if you take it at age 62. You are penalized more than the benefit you receive if you go past 66. I just want to tell you a little story about me specifically. I mean, I used to, I, I think I was ignorant to Social Security. And not a lot of people admit when they're ignorant, but, you know, I, that's just who I am. I mean, I'm quick to recognize when I'm right and I'm quick to recognize when I'm wrong, too. And I'm one of these guys that apologizes when I'm wrong. But he, here's what I, I think was ignorant. I used to think a bird in the hand's worth two in the bush anytime. The, that the fear-mongering about the health of Social Security put me in a position where I felt like, you know, a bird in the hand's worth two in the bush anytime. And I think it was that interview that I had with Lawrence Kotlikoff. Um, if you haven't caught it, it's on our website. Uh, we've got a podcast of it. An extremely enlightening discussion on Social Security. But my point is, most people, most retirees, their number one fear in retirement is outliving their money. Okay, They, they, they fear outliving their money. Social Security is those, that one asset that, depending on the faith and the creditworthiness of our federal government, the United States of America, it's likely that you'll continue to receive that, as likely it is, as it is anything else that's guaranteed. Let's just put it that way. So my ignorance was that you should take it sooner rather than later. Well, it wasn't until I had that interview. And again, it's a podcast. If you're, if you're interested, it's on our website, davisfinancialadvisors.com. But that podcast and that interview changed my mind. And it made me think that if you can wait, it's better. You'll get more money, and especially if you have longevity in your life. You know, just, just consider it. Don't always default to taking it at 62. At least wait until your full retirement age. 
If this is making any sense to you, I got I got more that we're going to discuss. We got a second hour coming, and it's going to be a meaty hour. I'm going to get dig right into these investments. But if you're on the hunt for yield, if you'd like more retirement income, if you'd like more diversified retirement income, then I've got an investor's guide. It's called the Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. It's yours if you phone us at 800-682-2806. It's toll-free, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. These questions help us to get a snapshot of what you're doing. Uh, Kaylee and Stephanie in my office will also call you to offer you an opportunity to sit down with us. You know, I, we did the research for this. We might be able to help you drive more yield from your portfolio. All you got to do is call 800-682-2806. All right, coming up next, hour two of two. You won't want to miss this. We're going to dive deep into the hunt for yield. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investment. You wake up, you get your cup of coffee, and begin your day with however it is you get your daily news. But there's a surprise this day. The market, the stock market, has taken a turn downward. Not a little adjustment, but 10 percentage points. Would this news put you into a panic? Would your heart race, your breath shorten, and cause you to jump immediately into your portfolio to see what was happening? What might you shift or sell quickly to protect that well-laid plan you had from your income-producing investments? If you answered yes to some or all of these questions, you should call Davis Financial Advisors today. Get the white papers on the hunt for yield and set an appointment to get a second opinion. Diversification is critical to protect your retirement income from one investment arena. If all you have is stock or stock-related investments, you're vulnerable to the stock market uncertainties. Call 1-800-682-2806 now. That's 1-800-682-2806 or online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Even the number says talk. Give Sean a call. Check out the website, davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking about yield in a low-yield world. I've searched high. I've searched low. I've looked far and wide. I've looked under the carpet. I've looked under the bed. I've looked out in the world, wherever I could, to try to find yield. I've done research the last few months on yield. If you're retired and want better yield for income from your portfolio, remember, growing money as an investment goal is a lot different than living on the money you have grown for retirement income. And so different strategies, different tools, possibly different investments, and I've done the work for you. All you got to do is phone us, 800 682 2806. Here's what you'll get when you call. Number one, I've got a latest investor's guide. It's called Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide, The Hunt for Yield. It's an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. It's yours. Um, all you got to do is call us. In addition, when you call 800-682-2806, my team, my in-office team, Kaylee and Stephanie, they're going to call you to see if you'd like to sit down with us one-on-one. You know, we help at Davis Financial Advisors, we try to help retirees transition from pre-retirement to retirement, driving income from their portfolio. And if you're already retired and feel like maybe you could use a little better income, then we might be able to help you too. So all you got to do is phone us, 800-682-2806. Sit down with us one-on-one while the coffee waiting and the cookies. We promise not to bite, and we promise to bring you knowledge, information, and resources you couldn't have Otherwise, easily come by. Otherwise, what's the point of sitting down with a financial advisor, right? So anyway, 800-682-2806. All right, so moving on of my profile 
of 11 different investments. I want to talk for a second about uh, Master Limited Partnerships, MLPs. In an investment landscape characterized by low interest rates and a bit of a U.S. energy renaissance, notwithstanding the last eight, nine months, Master Limited Partnerships, what we call MLPs, which invest largely in oil and gas assets, are experiencing a bit of a revival. MLPs were in vogue in the 1970s when taxes, interest rates, and energy prices were much higher. Now, these investment vehicles appear to have been attracting investors more today. Once again, what is an MLP? Well, an MLP, a Master Limit Partnership, is a type of limited partnership that is publicly traded. There are two types of partners in this type of partnership. The limited partner is the person or group that provides the capital to the MLP and receives periodic income distributions from the MLP's cash flow. Whereas the general partner is the party responsible for managing the MLP's affairs and receives compensation that is linked to the performance of that investment or venture. One of the most crucial criteria that must be met in order for a partnership to be legally classified as an MLP is that the partnership must derive most, 90%, of its cash flow from real estate, natural resources, and commodities. The advantage of an MLP is that it combines the tax benefits of a limited partnership the partnership does not pay taxes from the profit. The money is only taxed when unit holders receive distribution. So that's when you get your money with the liquidity of a publicly traded company. So it combines tax benefits of a limited partnerships with the liquidity of a publicly traded company. Master limited partnerships are publicly listed securities that trade much like a stock, but they are taxed as partnerships, not as corporations. The two main catalysts behind the increased demand for MLPs in recent years have been the comparative high yield that many offer and the potential tax advantages. There are some drawbacks. Investors should also be aware of the risks of MLPs. Among them, uh, concentration risk, illiquidity, exposure to potential volatility, tax reporting complexity, fiscal policy, and market risk. It is advisable to consider the suitability of MLPs given your individual income needs and portfolio constraints. Think of these as the pipelines. You know, I've I've ana- analogized in um, in office meetings that. You know, owning a master limited partnership is kind of like owning the Bay Bridge Tollway. You know, if you owned the Bay Bridge Tollway, you wouldn't care if a 73 Pento came through the lane or a brand new Ferrari. You're going to get your eight bucks, you know, or six bucks or whatever it is. It's not quite eight yet, I don't think. That's tomorrow or next week. Um, <laughs> but the point of it is, is that it's you're not really dependent upon the price. You're just more concerned about the demand. Um, and so that's an important one to consider. Here's another one for you to consider. Maybe preferred stocks. Yeah, this is another option. See, a preferred stock is a second type of stock, which a company may choose to issue in addition to common stock. Preferred stock is listed separately from common stock and trades at a different price. Unlike common stockholders, preferred stockholders are not usually entitled to voting rights, but they do have a higher claim on assets and earnings than do common shareholders. While common shareholders are not guaranteed a dividend payment, preferred shareholders enjoy a fairly fixed dividend and are paid before a company decides whether it can pay its common shareholders. On the other hand, if the company does increasingly well, dividends for preferred shareholders are unlikely to increase as earnings increase, while a common shareholder could benefit from the higher dividend payments. Preferred stocks, or what we call preferred securities, share many characteristics of both a stock and a bond. Like bonds... They have a relatively high fixed rate payment. Like common stock, they are generally listed on a stock exchange. 
A preferred stock is an equity that may or may not have a maturity. A preferred can either pay a dividend or interest, usually quarterly or semi-annually, and it represents a non-voting ownership in a company. These securities are called preferred because preferred shareholders have superior rights to assets and cash flow of a company versus common shareholders in the event of bankruptcy or liquidation. Think Enron, WorldCom. However, bondholders claim are senior to those of preferred shareholders. Preferred stocks trade on the New York Stock Exchange or, or the NASDAQ and are generally listed at, and or issued at $25 per share. All have the right to delay or defer their dividends under certain conditions. Many preferred stocks are cumulative, meaning if they do defer their dividend, they must make up all missed preferred dividend payments before any dividend can be paid to common shareholders. All right, so if you're retired and in need of yield and or additional income or maybe better income from your portfolio, what do you do? Well, here's my suggestion. Write this number down. Call it now. 800-682-2806. Here's why. I'm going to give you our latest Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. All you got to do is phone us at 800-682-2806. My team standing by, they're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us to get a snapshot of what you're doing, and then we'll send this information out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. Remember, this is your money. You're paying for the lessons. You might as well get educated. Sean, wait, I have a question. Um, do you have anything that's different, maybe something I haven't heard of before that you can talk about for yield? Why, yes, I do. I have alphabet soup coming. I'm going to talk about UITs, BDCs, and REITs. When I return. Retirement income, yield-producing investments, Social Security, stocks, bonds, annuities, and real estate. It's enough to make your head spin, and you're listening to a show that is full of information to help stop the roller coaster ride of uncertainty about the performance of your investments and what they return you on a regular basis. You've worked too hard for too many years to have it all go south now when you need it the most. Are you properly diversified? Do you have protection from a stock market correction? Heck, do you even know? You need answers to these questions to spare you, your spouse, and family from the worst. It's not what you anticipated, and it's not what you deserve after so much time spent to build a retirement portfolio you expect to live off of. That is why it's so important to get a fresh perspective, another look at your potential for yield from your existing investments. Call Davis Financial Advisors now, 1-800-682-2806. That's 1-800-682-2806. Online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio. Talking about yield in a low-yield world. If you're retired and in need of and in search of and in desire of an increase in income, wow, you said a lot there, (laughs) then I've got something for you. I've searched far and wide, over the hills, through the valleys, across the mountains, through the trees, over the rocks, through the sand, across the rivers, through the jungle, Searching for yield for you. Uh, Three months worth of research trying to find yield. The hunt for yield. I've got an investor's guide that I'd like to give you, but you got to be proactive. you got to call us, 800-682-2806. It's a Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide. 
called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. And we'd love to send it to you. All you got to do is phone us, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple, short questions. Helps us get a snapshot of what you're doing right now. And then we'll send this information out to you today uh, via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. Also, Kaylee and Stephanie in my office will offer you an opportunity to sit down with us one-on-one. We help people like you facilitate retirement by diversifying wealth into lots of different types of investments to drive retirement income. So if you're in need of it, we might be able to help. 800-682-2806. All right, moving on. I want to talk about another investment here. I gave you before Alphabet Soup, UITs, BDCs, REITs. What what is all that? Um, Well, let's talk about real estate investment trusts for a second. A REIT or a real estate investment trust is a company that owns or finances income-producing real estate. Modeled after mutual funds, REITs attempt to provide investors of all types regular income streams, diversification, and long-term capital appreciation. Um, REITs typically pay out all of their taxable income as dividends to shareholders. In return, shareholders pay the income taxes on those dividends. REITs allow anyone to invest in portfolios of large-scale properties the same way they invest in other industries uh, through the purchase of stock. In the same way, shareholders benefit by owning stocks and other corporations. The stockholders of a REIT potentially earn a share of the income produced through real estate investment without actually having to go out and buy or finance the property themselves. In other words, if you're tired of the three T's, taxes, tenants, and toilets, <laughs> probably some of you may not have heard that before. Um, if you're tired of the three T's, taxes, tenants, and toilets, then uh, you know this is going to be a more passive way to own real estate. Most REITs are traded on major stock exchanges, but there are also public non-listed and private REITs. The two main types of REITs are equity REITs and mortgage REITs. Equity REITs generate income through the collection of rent on and from sales of the properties they own for the long term. Mortgage REITs invest in mortgages or mortgage securities tied to commercial and or residential properties. Today, REITs are tied to almost all aspects of the economy, including... Apartments. I'm a fan of apartments. I think with the very large section of our population, about 23, 24 million college graduates at home with mom and dad. Normal economy, I think there's about 8 million. Um, I think apartments could be a place to be. Hospitals, hotels, um, industrial facilities, infrastructure. Uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, long-term care facilities, nursing homes, offices, shopping malls, uh, self-storage facilities. Student housing, uh, Timberland. REITs-owned properties are located in every state and support 1 million U.S. jobs annually. U.S. REITs have become a model for REITs around the world, and now more than 30 countries around the world have adopted REIT legislation. To qualify as a REIT, a company must invest at least 75% of its total assets in real estate, drive at least 75% of its gross income from rents from real property, interest on mortgage financing real property, and or from sales of real estate, and pay at least 90% of its taxable income in the form of shareholder dividends each year. Be an entity that is taxable as a corporation. uh, Be managed by a board of directors or trustees. Have a minimum of 100 shareholders. And have no more than 50% of its shares held by five or fewer individuals. Now, let me be clear. REITs come in two basic different flavors, publicly traded and non-publicly traded. 
publicly traded real estate. One of the advantages to public REITs is that they can be purchased easily on the open stock market and are liquid at any time. One of the disadvantages of publicly traded real estate is also its advantage. It's liquid at any time for any reason like the rest of the stock market. And public REITs are not considered a pure real estate play since you only own equity in a company, not tangible real estate. Thus, the inflation protection prowess is relatively tame. Also, because of the traded nature of a publicly traded REIT, they also tend to closely follow the broader stock market. Real estate, this is a very important point, real estate in the stock market looks and acts more like stock than it does real estate. If your goal is diversification, having something like real estate in the market looking and acting like the rest of the market doesn't necessarily help with diversification. So now there's another flavor. Non-traded, publicly registered real estate investment trusts. Non-traded REITs can provide the benefits of direct ownership and diversification. Private REITs are a pure play on real estate that offer virtually no stock market correlation, tangible ownership, the, abil- the opportunity for dividend income, and an inflation hedge. It's even possible to obtain granularity, getting very micro, by selecting a REIT that is a ge- geographically specific, like in New York City or Texas, or sector-specific. I want to go into long-term care facilities because of the aging baby boom population. You know, that would be an example. One of the disadvantages of non-traded REITs is the lack of easy transparency. It's difficult for investors to decipher what's a good private REIT and what isn't. Always look for high occupancy rates, 85% at a minimum, low leverage, ideally 50% or below, dividend stability, and a stated exit strategy. Look for a five- to seven-year hold. The Blue Vault Report is a great unbiased resource for evaluation. Now, along those lines, I've heard other people, other people on the radio, by the way, say, stay away from them. You know, they're not, there's not, you, you know, what's interesting about that is it's completely one-sided. It's a, it's a biased response. Go check out Blue Vault. Blue Vault Report uh, has an industry, they have an industry-wide closed cycle report that tells you all the successes and the failures, and you will see the truth there. Versus opinion, you will see the truth there. And, and sit down and talk to somebody that's been dealing with this. Uh, obviously, at our firm, uh, it's, it's something we do. Since private REITs are in the acquisition stage, buying of real estate, and they do not trade on the open market, they are generally illiquid. Extra care needs to be allocated to understanding how non-traded REITs may or may not be suitable for your situation. You need to sit down with somebody that really understands them. So keep in mind that investments in real estate involve significant risks, including, but not limited to, no secondary market, limitation on liquidity or illiquidity, transfer and or redemption of shares, distributions made may not come from income and can be deemed a return of capital, and dividends or income is not guaranteed. Also, as with any investment, you have a possible loss of principal. So we don't think that they're perfect. We don't love them or hate them, but they are a very useful tool for an income investor to potentially consider. All right, moving on. Unit Investment Trust, UITs. A unit investment trust, or UIT, is a pooled investment vehicle in which a portfolio of securities, stocks, bonds, is selected by the sponsor and deposited into the trust. UITs employ a pure buy-and-hold philosophy of investing. They invest in a fixed portfolio for a predetermined period of time, typically from 12 months to as many as 25 years. Most commonly, though, it's it's think of it as a... Um, as a blended investment with a time frame. Same, think of it as a two-year you know, uh, investment. You know, It has a time hold to it. Investors purchase units of a trust, which represent an undivided ownership interest in the assets combined in the trust. The buy-and-hold philosophy maintains that it is far better to purchase a well-chosen portfolio 
and to hold it for a period of time rather than playing the market. This helps eliminate emotional investing and the temptation to buy and sell for various reasons that an investor cannot control. You know, For example, the volatility of the stock market, interest rates, inflation, the overall economy, political elections, or the latest investment fad. This philosophy requires an investor to have patience and discipline rather than looking only for short-term performance. This approach has the potential to reward investors over the long term while allowing them to be less concerned with the day-to-day fluctuations of the market. Because UITs follow a buy-and-hold approach, the value of the units will tr- of the trust will fluctuate with the value of the underlying securities. UITs enable investors to own a basket of securities with one single purchase, rather than trying to select individual stocks or bonds that meet their objectives. UITs are designed to fill a variety of investment needs and risk tolerance levels and may be appropriate for you for a variety of reasons, such as liquidity and diversification. Uh, of course, should your needs change, UITs can be liquidated on a daily basis at the redemption price, which may or may not be more than what you, more or less than what you paid for it. Um, professional portfolio selection. See, the securities selected for a UIT are researched and evaluated using database screening techniques, fundamental analysis, and the judgment of research analysts at the different companies that manage them. So, number one, they focus on diversification. UITs are diversified across many different securities which helps reduce risk but does not eliminate it entirely. It would take a substantial time and capital commitment to achieve this type of diversification on your own. They are fully invested in the market. A UIT holds limited cash positions, so more of your money is working in the market. Versus, you know, like a like an equity fund, um, they can go to cash and or move in and out of the market more easily than a UIT can. Ease of ownership. With lo- one low minimum purchase, you can own a professionally selected portfolio of securities with a UIT. Uh, daily liquidity, and there are reinvestment options as well. So if this is at all uh, making any sense to you, then I would strongly encourage you to do this one simple thing. I'm going to give you a number in a moment uh, that you can call, write it down or call it now. And it's a number to do two things. Number one, to get our latest investor's guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. My team's standing by. They're going to receive your call. Uh, you got to dial this number. Here's the number, 800 682 2806. They're standing by right now if you call. And uh, once we get some answers to brief, short questions, uh, helps us to get a snapshot of what you're doing, we will uh, email this guide to you today or send it out via regular email, whichever you prefer. And then the second thing that you're going to get is Kaylee and or Stephanie in my office is going to phone you uh, to touch base and see if you're a retired investor in search of yield. Do you need or want or could benefit from investments that maybe provide you more yield? If so, call now, 800-682-2806. All right, stay put. I'm going to talk about business development companies next. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. There was a ton of great information in that last segment. It really does create a critical question, though. If you learn something that you didn't know you didn't know, what else might you learn if you visit with Davis Financial Advisors? They have a philosophy that financial advisors should bring you knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily find on your own. Retirement income planning is complex. Sure, you might have done a great job at managing your own investments in your IRA or 401ks, but that's completely different than planning for 30-plus years of income in retirement. You can't ride a train to Europe. You can't captain a sailboat on the ocean in Colorado. There's a natural order to things. You should use the most efficient and effective vehicles to get you where you want to go. The stock market may be a good place to grow money, but that's vastly different than living on money from income. Consider getting a retirement income second opinion from Sean and his team by calling 1-800-682-2806. 
1-800-682-2806. Once again, 1-800-682-2806. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio talking about the hunt for yield. Are you retired in need of, in search of, in want of an increase in yield for income purposes? I mean, think about this simple math. I mean, I was thinking about it during the break. But imagine imagine a million-dollar portfolio uh, invested drawing 4% for retirement income. So you can afford $40,000 a year. Now, Let's say that that 4% return all of a sudden became a 6% return. Now you're going from 40000 a year to 60000 a year, $20,000 difference. That's a little over almost $1,600 a month in additional income. Now imagine that that same portfolio now goes to 8%. Now you're talking about 80000 On the original portfolio, you're talking about a $40,000 a year income increase. That's a little over three grand a month. What could that do? What might that do to help retirement? Now, you can't chase after yield. you got to have a risk discussion in here as well. You can lose money when you're chasing after yield. But that's why you need somebody that can help be a guide, help show you the way, help give you the options so you know which ones are what and how much risk and how much return and how long and liquidity and lack liquidity, etc. So that's why I'm doing two things. I'm doing this show, and I'm also giving out some information as a way of introduction. If you'd like to sit down with somebody that has helped retirees like you drive income from their portfolio, then we'd love to do it. Uh, and we'll we'll give you an introduction first. We'll give you our latest Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four strategies for retirement income. I'll give it to you. All you got to do is phone us, 800 800- 682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Once we get the answer to these questions, we'll email it to you today or send it out via regular email, whichever you prefer. And again, that number is 800-682-2806. My team will also offer you an opportunity. Kaylee and Stephanie will call you back, offer you an opportunity to sit down with us one-on-one. We may be able to help you. Who knows? You won't know until you call. 800-682-2806. All right, let's talk about business development companies and the hunt for yield. Let's search high and far and wide and Climbed up trees and over rocks, uh, jumped through a waterfall, went in a cave, came out the other side, walked through a desert, desert searching. <laughs> As I'm saying it all, I can't even stop but laughing at myself. I, of course, I didn't do all that, but I did spend some time trying to research for your benefit where to find yield. And uh, another subject is business development companies, BDCs. There's been a lot of buzz about business development companies as of late, so I thought I'd provide an overview of them and the industry as a whole. A BDC is a form of publicly registered company in the United States that provides financing to small and mid-sized businesses. This form of company was created back by Congress in 1980 as an amendment to the Investment Company Act of 1940. As a result, Congress created a new category of closed-end funds known as BDCs, or business development companies. And BDCs are essentially publicly traded closed-end funds that make investments in private or in some cases, public companies, typically with lower trading volumes, with investment objectives of providing for the possibility of capital appreciation and current income. BDCs are investment companies in answer to an independent board of directors. 
BDCs, which essentially can be viewed as a hybrid between a traditional investment company and an operating company, represent a transport portfolio of transparent, excuse me, portfolio of loans, similar in some sense to private equity or venture capital, which can be traded publicly, generally without restriction or back in fees. Publicly filing firms may elect to regulate as a BDC if they meet certain requirements of the Investment Company Act. One such requirement is that a BDC must maintain at least 70% of its investments in eligible assets before investing in non-eligible assets. The majority of BDCs elect to be treated as a regular investment company, or RIC, for tax purposes. As a result, they must distribute at least 90% of their investment company taxable income as defined by the Internal Revenue Code to shareholders each year. That's you and me. Known portfolio BDCs have garnered a lot of attention in recent years given their associated high distribution yields relative to more traditional fixed income investments. According to data from CIFA, the average market yield on the universe of BDCs that is currently paying a dividend as of October 31st, 2014, is over 9%. 9%. However, many investors have moved into this product type without conducting the necessary due diligence to have an appreciation for the potential pitfalls, as higher yields are typically associated with higher risks. These risks include, but are not limited to, the following. Credit and investment risk of the underlying company for whom the BDC provides financing. Leverage risk for those BDCs that employ leverage in their investment strategies. Interest rate risk, market risk, and liquidity risk. So, again... Uh, don't go into it without consulting with somebody that's very familiar with these types of products. All right, so up next, I want to talk about reverse mortgages as a way to increase income in retirement. As I've said many times, I don't love them or hate them. They're a tool. that You should know how that tool works because the largest single physical asset most people have to show for their 30 years plus of work is their home, and that home could provide you with some financial flexibility. So here's how it works. The main advantage of reverse mortgage is that you can eliminate your traditional mortgage payments and or access your home equity while still owning and living in your home and not having to make a payment, a, a pre-scheduled, predetermined payment. Given the right set of circumstances, a reverse mortgage can be an ideal way to increase your spending power and financial security in retirement. Some key advantages and benefits of reverse mortgages. You can stay in your home, and improve your immediate finances. The key to a reverse mortgage is that it enables you to live in your home for as long as you want with absolutely no monthly mortgage payments. And in many cases, you can also get access to money to use for any purpose. Flexibility. The reverse mortgage is a tremendous flexible product that can be utilized in a variety of ways for a variety of different types of borrowers. Households who have a financial need can tailor the product to do de-stress their finances. Households with adequate resources might consider the product as a financial planning tool. There's very limited downside. Uh, with a reverse mortgage, you'll never owe more than your home's value at the time the loan is repaid. It is tax-free money in retirement. No restrictions on how you use the funds. You got flexible payment options should you decide you want to start paying it down. You can stay in your home. Uh, you got a guaranteed place to live, and it's federally insured. So, you know, take a look at reverse mortgages. They may or may not be for you. But if any of this is making sense um, to you, I've got something I want to send you if you phone us. 800 800- 682-2806. I'm going to give you our latest Davis Financial Advisors Investor's Guide. It's called The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. Um, it's yours if you phone us at 800-682-2806.
It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Once we get the answer to these questions, we'll send this information out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. Now, we need to move on. I'm going to talk about strategies right after this break. I'm going to talk about barbells, bullets, ladders, and the Pac-Man strategy. Oh, my. Have you ever laid up at night unable to sleep because of the uncertainty you have about your future income? Maybe you're about to retire and you really haven't planned it out the way you know you should. You may have a reasonable nest egg, but is it in the proper places to provide you the income you'll need? Do you know what income need really is? At Davis Financial Advisors, you're going to get answers to questions like these. They'll help you find the best options for your situation to live comfortably in retirement like you had anticipated. They'll help you keep that retirement dream alive. Your travel, your motorhome, your time spent with family and friends or community now closer to reality because you have a plan that can provide you the yield necessary to continue the lifestyle you anticipate. Call Davis Financial Advisors and get the information you need to get started on your own retirement income now. 1-800-682-2806. That's 1-800-682-2806 online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, talking about yield today. If you're retired in search of yield, well, rest assured, I've done the legwork for you. Searched far and wide, east coast, west coast, midwest, up through Alaska, over trees, over mountains, uh, climbed Everest in the search of yield for you. <laughs> Not really, but uh, did a lot of research on uh, different places to find yield in a low-yield world, and I've got an investor's guide I wrote called The Hunt for Yield. It's an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and strategies, uh, four different strategies for retirement income, and it's yours, but you got to be proactive. you got to call us, 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Uh, this guide is a way of introduction. We're trying to introduce our services to you. We think that this is our wheelhouse, helping people that are retired drive retirement income from their portfolios um, in a diversified way. And uh, if that's you, if you're interested in an increase and or other strategies for retirement income, then give us a call, 800-682-2806. We'll give you that hunt for yield. And Kaylee and, our, and Stephanie in my office will call you to actually um, see if you'd like to sit down with us one-on-one. -on -one. What else might you learn from the guy that wrote the stuff if you sit down with us one-on-one? -on -one? So 800-682-2806. All right, I want to get on to uh, strategies because I talked about four different strategies, and I probably won't be able to get through all of them. Bullets, barbells, and ladders. Oh, my. I also got a Pac-Man strategy. I want to save some time for that. I think that one's going to be an interesting one for you to learn about. But uh, let's jump in. If you're in need of retirement income, you know, strategy number one is you can you can do a bond ladder. You know, ladders a bond ladder staggers the maturity of your fixed income investments while creating a schedule for reinvesting the proceeds as each bond matures. Because your holdings are not kind of bunched up in one time period, you reduce the risk of being caught holding a significant cash position when reinvesting is less optimal. For instance, if rates on current bonds are too low to generate sufficient income. So example, uh, let's say you buy three bonds scheduled to mature in two years, four years, and six years. As each bond matures and repays your principal, you reinvest the proceeds in a 10-year bond. Longer-term bonds like these typically offer higher interest rates. More importantly, because no two bonds mature at the same time, you've created a diversified maturity 
distribution. Ladders are popular among those investing bonds with long-term objectives, such as saving for college tuition. They're also particularly useful for retirees and others trying to create a predictable income stream. Laddering, however, can require a substantial commitment of assets over time, and the return of principal at maturity of any bond is not guaranteed. All right, bond barbell. Have you heard of a barbell before? Not the thing that you lift with, trying to get all big and muscular. Not that kind of a barbell. (laughs) I'm talking about a bond barbell. When pursuing a bond barbell strategy, you purchase short and long-term bonds only. Theoretically, this provides you with the best of both worlds. By owning longer-term bonds, you lock in higher interest rates, while owning shorter-term securities gives you greater flexibility to invest in other assets should rates fall too low to provide sufficient income. If rates should rise, the short-term bonds can be held to maturity and then reinvested at the higher prevailing interest rate. So this, you know, our uh, strategy right now today would be a good time to potentially consider a bond barbell. In order to take advantage of high long-term interest rates, you buy two long-term bonds. At the same time, you also buy two short-term bonds. Once the short-term bonds mature and you receive the principal, you can decide on how to invest it. In more bonds, if rates are higher, you know, or high enough to generate a sufficient amount of income, or in more liquid shorter-term investments if you think rates may rise soon. At the same time, you continue to receive interest payments from the two higher-yielding long-term bonds. So that's just some of these strategies. Uh, a bond bullet. Have you heard of a bullet? Well, not other than things that comes out of a gun or a rifle, right? So <laughs> when pursuing a bullet strategy, you purchase several bonds that mature at the same time, minimizing your interest rate risk by staggering your purchase dates but having them all kind of come due at the same time. So in this environment, you might want to do a a bullet a year or two ago under the premise that the Fed would eventually start raising rates, and you wanted to have those bonds mature before those interest rate increases were to occur. So that's another example. Bonds, ladders, and bullets. Or wait, excuse me, barbells, ladders, bullets. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about the Pac-Man strategy. This strategy, little known, little heard of, but this strategy um, was partially inspired by a concept called a split annuity. It was also inspired by the original Ninto, Nintendo Pac-Man game, as the Pac-Man was always eating and chomping away at the dots or pellets in the game. To use a farming analogy, this strategy does involve eating some of your seed corn. But stay with me here. You'll see, you'll see the wisdom of it. You'll see the ingenious nature of it. Uh, this strategy is ideally suited for an investor that wants to generate more income than is possible in a very low interest rate world. Our current economic environment is well-suited for this strategy as interest rates are low and equity prices have risen dramatically in the last six years. Essentially, you break your retirement assets into two different categories of growth and income. So one bucket's growth, one bucket's income. The income component is a liquidation bucket that you'll gradually liquidate over time. The growth bucket is tasked with regrowing the equivalent of the income bucket that was consumed over a specific period of time. If the growth bucket excels in performance and increases by more than the assets it's consumed, then there is the possibility to do it again with larger income the next time. So let me give you an example. Let's assume that you're an investor with a portfolio worth a million bucks. You want to be conservative with your investments because you don't want to lose the money But you still need income. Unfortunately, because of today's interest rate world, you can only yield about 2% from CDs, which corresponds to a measly 20 grand a year on a million dollar portfolio. So here's another option to consider. Let's say you take 350,000 of the principal and elect to liquidate it, consume it over the next 10 years. If you liquidate the 350,000 over the next 10 years, assuming it still draws the same 2% interest rate, you'll be able to generate 38,964 bucks a year, or almost twice the amount you were going to receive otherwise. Now, I know what you're thinking. 
Why would I gradually liquidate my account if I'm concerned about losing money? Well, let's talk about where we're going to do and what we're going to do with the other 650000 See, the other 650000 that you didn't consume is tasked with regrowing the $350,000 over the next 10 years. As a result of the new 10-year time frame for growth, you can invest it for a better growth return instead of just income. If the portfolio, if the 650000 if that portfolio averages just 4.4% growth over the next 10 years, then the 650 becomes a million at the end of 10 years. It grows back what you consume. Then you can do it again. It does get better. As a result of the increased investment time frame, you know, 10 years, you can be a bit more aggressive with your investment allocation. If the portfolio can average 7% over the next 10 years, it will actually grow to $1.278 million at the end of 10 years. You could then take the increase of $278,000, add it to the three fifty dollars that you intend to invest again, and now create $69,000 a year in income for the subsequent 10 years. Now, I went a little fast on that, but that's the math. And we'd love to show it to you. I've got an example of that in our latest investor's guide. And we'd love to sit down with you one-on-one to show you how we help people with these types of strategies and these types of investments as well. All you got to do to take advantage of either is phone us, 800-682-2806. I believe a financial advisor should bring you knowledge, information, and resources you can't easily come by on your own. Otherwise, what's the point of the relationship? And that's what I'm trying to bring to you. Knowledge, resources, ideas, strategies, And you can get them if you call us at 800-682-2806. I'll give you our investor's guide, The Hunt for Yield, an in-depth profile and outline of 11 investments and four different strategies for retirement income. It's yours if you call 800-682-2806. Don't forget, Kaylee and Stephanie in my office will also call you to offer you a chance to sit down with us one-on-one to get a true second opinion. We might see your portfolio completely different than you, and that could help with income. My name's Sean Davis. I'll see you next week. Different types of investing involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value, or liquidity. There can be no assurance that any investment strategy will be profitable. The show is now over, but this is the critical question that only you can answer. Was it informative and helpful? Sean and his team feel that financial advisors should bring you knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily come by on your own. Otherwise, what is the point of a financial advisor? If you can do what they do, you probably don't need one. There are two ways to make the information you heard here today more valuable to you. First, call or go online to receive the white papers Sean offered. Having a tangible copy of the information will allow you to take notes and review. Second, take the advantage of the opportunity to sit down with an advisor one-on-one. Retirement planning is complex and individual. It requires the knowledge of professionals. If you requested information, you will be called to personally schedule your no-obligation private meeting. Call 800-682-2806. That's 800-682-2806. Online at davisfinancialadvisors.com.